Welcome to the Florida State Podcast of Entrepreneurship and Innovation, where we showcase student entrepreneurs to learn about the startups they are working on, check in with alumni to hear about the companies they are building, and learn from seasoned entrepreneurs who have built amazing companies. Hosted by Mark McNeese, a serial entrepreneur who has started for-profits, non-profits, social impact companies, and is currently entrepreneur-in-residence at the Jim Rand School of Entrepreneurship. Welcome. Today that we have the opportunity to sit down with Robert Meyer and Jacob Gottlieb, the winners um, of a gold medal winners of iGEM competition. iGEM is the International Genetically Engineered Machine Competition, which gives students the opportunity to push the boundaries of synthetic biology by tracking everyday issues facing the world. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, uh, so your um, would you consider company or innovation is is Flowima? Uh, a team. A team. Okay. Yeah. Uh, team, and mm-hmm. you guys are out of which college? All the colleges. All the colleges. Yep. So um, multidisciplinary. Okay, team. it's multidisciplinary. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. So, what is the the meaning of Flowima? Floma is the Spanish word for phloem, so our project was based on citrus greening, which affects the phloem, the vascular system of the tree, um, and so we just incorporated phloem in a, in a cool way. That is very cool, and yeah. you guys have very, very yeah. cool shirts, Thank you. which I'm the recipient of one now, too. Yeah. I will wear it proudly in, in a very cool logo. Actually, who designed the logo? I did. Oh, well, it, it's on point. Thank right? you. I saw Jamal wearing one the other mm-hmm. day, and I'm like, hey, yeah. why don't I have one? Yeah. He's like, because you didn't ask. <laughs> I, I asked and, and got one, so that is, that is super, super cool. So you mentioned uh, citrus greening for our audience and me. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you please explain what that is and why is it a problem? Sure. So it's a bacterial disease. It's affecting citrus. Um, 80% of Florida citrus are affected. Um, production has gone down to less than one third of what it was 20 years ago. So our, our trees are dying and, you know, we're Florida. So, you know, we looked at oranges as, you know, symbol of our state. And so we decided to um, look at that as our, our problem and see what we could do to help. Okay. So how, how, how did, why did this start happening, this, this citrus greening? Sure. So um, it originated in Asia. Um, it's, a, it's spread by a tiny little bug called the Asian citrusilid, picks up the bacteria on an infected tree um, and then carries it to an uninfected tree. Um, it came here around to the state around 2005 um, through an Asian um, tree nursery, I think. Um, and then it just it spread and it's, it's, a big, it's a big deal in Florida. And you may not know this, but what's the economic impact that this has had? Um, I think a $2.9 billion loss in Florida. Is that annually or just uh, overall? Overall, mm-hmm. $2.9 billion. So, um, do, do we know the job loss? Um, um, 3,400 jobs have been 3,400 jobs have gone away because, mm-hmm. because of this. Of, yeah, groves shutting down because they, they don't have fruit anymore. So, switching, okay. switching to different crops. They turn into smaller scale tourist attractions as well. Um, import uh, citrus from out of the state, which, you know, it's it's taking yeah yeah so when you say citrus greening to me it sounds like it just doesn't ripen is uh-huh. that right. actually what it's doing right so it, it blocks like i mentioned the vascular system of the tree so nutrients can't get to the leaves and fruit 
um, the tree becomes really sick, the leaves die off, the fruit um, becomes under, underdeveloped, drops prematurely, turns green, it's not, it's not very appetizing. So the tree just ends up dying, essentially. Okay. So uh, your team mm -hmm. has come together and they have created a solution to this? Right. Perhaps, yep. or, or you have created a solution. We, so the tricky thing about um, citrus greening is that the bacteria that causes it, we can't cultivate it in lab. So it's really hard to study. Um, so we looked to a cousin of the bacteria and we, we ran some trials on that and we did, we were able to inhibit the growth. Um, and so we do hope that if we were to test it on CLAS, which is the, the bacteria affecting the trees, it, we hope that it would kill it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so what's the process in, in doing that validation? Well, in entrepreneurship, what we would call validation of, of the idea? Well, I would assume that would actually be injecting the tree with our uh, antimicrobial peptide cocktail, but I've, there are some legal implications with injecting right. drugs into trees, especially for fruit production. We haven't been able to get a clear answer as can we go out into the field and physically inject a tree with our, our medicine to see if it, it actually does work. And so that's what that's what's halting our, our process. Okay. Yeah. Very good. So I was I was on your website mm -hmm. and kind of geeking out on what you guys were doing and trying to understand it. And you had a very cool uh, infographic, I would call it. Thank you. Uh, just did you create that too? Yeah, yeah it's very nice. It w was very helpful for me to kind of understand, and I wish I could show it to everybody. Um, well, perhaps I can on the on, if you're watching on YouTube. We'll we'll show it at, mm -hmm. at this point. Do you want to walk us through, or can you walk us through uh, that infographic and just kind of like sure. that process and 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 how you deliver or how you uh, conceive delivering the mm -hmm. the what do you call it? The, the it's a peptide cocktail. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the premise of iGEM is that we're challenged at looking at problem, a need, or a curiosity in our distinctive community. So it's an international competition, and they challenge us to look at something on the local scale of what is affecting you, how, how can you fix it with synthetic biology. Um, and so obviously we turn to citrus greening. It's affecting 80% of trees in Florida. Um, what can we do to that? Tre um, growers are treating their trees with um, antibiotics, um, injecting them, not working, um, parasitoid wasps, which actually kill the psyllid. There's, there's many methods, they're not working. So how can we, how can we, do, how can we f help them synthet synthetically through biology? Um, and so we looked at AMPs, which are antimicrobial peptides. Um, they're produced naturally in many biological systems. Um, they work similarly to small molecule antibiotics, um, but they have a greater diversity in the way they attack bacteria. Um, they are produced, like I said, in many biological systems as part of their innate um, immune system. So they attack pathogens very, um, they're not specialized, if that makes sense. So if you get a bacteria, your body makes an antimicrobial peptide, an AMP, and then it kills the bacteria. So we looked at um, several AMPs. So the bacteria that's affecting citrus screening is gram negative. You don't, it, it doesn't matter. So we looked at, um, we looked at AMPs that target gram-negative bacteria, similar to, to that, and then we hope that we can make a cocktail. So combine several of those and then see if it would kill the bacteria. Okay. Um, and so we did that. We made our cocktails. 
Um, and then we tested it against um, L. crescens, which is, like I mentioned, the, the cousin of C. lass, um, and it was able to kill it. Okay, so we have our cocktail. What, what do we do now? How can we get it into the, into the growers? Um, and so we made a prototype catheter system. So one of the problems that the growers are having is that when they eject their, their trees, they're using a syringe and needle, which they break. They can't, um, they're very expensive. They're one-time use, and they can't easily find the vascular system of the tree. So how can we, how can we improve on that? Um, and so our modeling team made a catheter system, which they inject into the trees, leave it there, and then every time the grower needs to come dose the trees, they, they just find the, the catheter inject through there. And, um, and then we also made a, um, the therapy management subsystem, which assists the growers with when and how much therapy to use based on like the seasonal times of year um, and then uh, expected costs of our AMPs. So that is super interesting yeah. again. And uh, so in entrepreneurship at Jim Moran College, uh, we, we talk about uh, value propositions. And the value proposition is essentially like why this solution to a problem essentially is better cheaper, faster uh, than, than other solutions. And you've, you talked a little bit about some of the other solutions mm-hmm. out there. Some, they seem like there's like some bugs that they have out there using. Mm-hmm. There's been some, you know, some drugs and, 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 uh, and the injection process, which, you know, it's one-time use and breaking the needles and everything. So w- what would you say is the most important differentiator of what you've created and, and why it's better than everything else out there? I would say it's the, the cocktails we created. Um, they, they inhibit the growth of the bacteria, so they work better than um, the antibiotics that are being used, which target a single part of the bacteria, whereas mm-hmm. ours attack, they have a greater diversity in attacking the bacteria, so they, they work better. Mm-hmm. They also like inhibit the growth of bacteria specifically and when we went to Collier Farms they they showed us our acreage and they told us 80% of their trees were infected and so they really wanted something to just kill the bacteria not just diagnose it or tell us this one is infected that one's infected they needed just a method to kill them right so so it's better than using a wasp to kill the psyllid which will only just hopefully stop the spread of it or use nutrient sprays to keep the tree healthy but ultimately you're just playing into the hand of the bacteria. Okay. One of the design aspects of our project was we went to them and we talked to them, hey, how can we help? What can we do for you? Um, and we initially thought about making a biosensor that would let them know that a tree has become infected. And they, you know, they told us no because 80% of their trees are infected and they treat all of them as if they were. So it's, there's no use in, in telling them, hey, a tree has become infected. Um, it's already sick, so... Wow, so that's actually really interesting in, in entrepreneurship, you know, going out and we would essentially talk about it like going and talking to your customer mm-hmm. and, and, and telling them like, hey, this is the idea that we have and getting customer feedback. And that's really interesting. You guys went out and, you know, that's, you, know you told me you're biologists and not entrepreneurs, but it mm-hmm. sounds like you're, you got some entrepreneurship in you too, mm-hmm. going out. You know, pitching the idea essentially, getting customer feedback, and then pivoting and saying, okay, if an early detection system isn't what they need, what do they need? They, mm-hmm. need, they need a cure, not necessarily an early detection. Yeah, so uh, they, have, they have trees that are like 8 to 15 years old, and that's like the prime fruit-producing age 4 trees, and they have 10,000 acres of farm. So we couldn't really make a genetically modified tree that was resistant to it, 
because then they'd have to wipe down all their current trees, which is tr- maybe even trillion dollars of loss. Right. And so we just need a way to inhibit the bacteria. And like he said, they can't wipe out their 10,000 acres because we came back to them and we said, how about we make a plant that is genetically modified to be resistant to the bacteria? And they said, well, no, because consumers, you know, not not knowing what a GMO actually is, that it can be good, um, they look at a GMO and say, no, that's bad. And so they, they were scared that they, they wouldn't buy their produce if it carried the GMO label. And so we went back to the drawing board. And So with with your your cocktail, though, I mean, isn't that GMO? No. no a, G- a GMO would be going into the tree and changing the, the genome of the tree itself. So the tree itself is producing those AMPs to be resistant to the bacteria. Okay. What we're doing is expressing them outside of the tree in a cell-free system and then injecting them into the tree. So they go in and, um, and fight the bacteria on their own, aside, right. aside from affecting the actual tree. So great. Well, hopefully all our audience, that was helpful. I, I'll take the dumb card and <laughs> ask the questions. And So it sounds like you really have two IPs here, intellectual property. Mm-hmm. You have the, the cocktail itself, but you also have a delivery system Absolutely. that you guys have created. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and I assume that you're working with the Office of Commercialization, got your IPs setting oh. up. Uh, that's in the future, yeah. Okay, very and good. Our, our PI, Cesar Rodriguez, Dr. Cesar Rodriguez, is like has an entrepreneurship background. So uh, he and I, as well as Jamal, will be working on like innovation. Okay. And hopefully we could do something in that space. Okay, very, very cool. Yeah, because it sounds like you guys are on to something. You want to protect that. Mm-hmm. And you want to do all this work and have somebody else come in and swoop in and, and, and <coughs> take, it, take it from you. So... Um, so you mentioned Dr. Cesar Rodriguez, uh, one of the most brilliant people I've I've ever met, and besides you two, of course, too. Like I I I, I feel like I'm 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 boxing above my weight class here intellectually with you two. But uh, so what's it been like working with Caesar? Because um, he does, he bridges both worlds very very well of entrepreneurship and 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 uh, biology, right? Right. He's been, I, what I can say, he's been one of the greatest mentors I've had. He's, he, he knows his stuff, and, and he communicates it very well. Okay. Yeah, he, he's also very, like, multidisciplinary in his nature. So he had a bio, med school background, and then from there he went to a computer science degree, and then entrepreneurship, and he worked in biotech, and now he's a teaching faculty for entrepreneurship. And he's really good at, like, bridging. The, he's very knowledgeable in multiple subjects. Yes, he so is. he <laughs> bridges the gap well for our iGEM team because we are a, a multidisciplinary unit. Okay. So tell me a little bit about the iGEM uh, competition. Where was it? In Boston. In Boston, in Boston? Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, was it at Harvard, or where did they hold, hold it? So it used to be at MIT's campus, okay. but it has totally outgrew that space. And now it's at Heinz Convention Center, so that seats about... 4,000 people, mm-hmm. and we're reaching capacity. And so in 2021, they're actually going to move to France. So oh, wow. They could seat mm-hmm. around 7,000 people. Wow, that, that is really cool. That's really fantastic. I was actually on their website trying to prepare, you know, just to talk with you guys, and they had a picture of, like, yeah. everybody there, mm-hmm. and it was, like, a yeah. lot of people. Do you remember how many countries were represented? Um, I don't know, but there were about 373 teams. Okay. So. I want in the 70s number. Okay. Yeah, 
in the picture, there was a lot of people. Yeah. I was like, wow, that, this is a big deal, mm-hmm. and that you guys won the gold medal is is really terrific. Mm-hmm. And really, uh, you know, great for the school, great for you guys. Great for the state of Florida. We're the first gold medal winners in Florida. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, great for the state of Florida. Congrats should also go to our team, not just us two. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you said you have about 15 people mm-hmm. on your team. And how long? How many years have you guys been working on this? Since January. Oh, okay. Yeah, so are, not years. Both our first year in iGEM. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right on. Right. And how many of you went to iGEM? Just you two or? Uh, the whole team. Oh, the whole Minus three people, I think. Okay. So, yeah, so 12 of us. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And when is it in France? Does everybody yeah. go? Is oh, it? we don't know. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's, so, that's going to be a little more expensive. That's a big yeah. ticket. That's yeah. expensive just to go to Boston. Um, Thank you, Skirk. I know, right? Yeah. So what has been some of your biggest surprises working on FOMA? Um... It's a little challenging working in a team. You'd like to say it's like the easiest thing ever. Oh, yeah, I can work in a team. But mm-hmm. once you actually face that problem, you're met with deadlines and you're met with criteria you need to hit. It is a little challenging bridging the gap of communications. Yeah, especially interdisciplinary as well, right? right. Uh, and you, work, you, have, you, have, you have to find ways of communicating your knowledge to people who don't share the same knowledge or mm-hmm. think differently. And so... Putting all uh, of our brains that's a very together. Generous way to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all we're all very smart. We uh-huh. just we just think differently, and so yeah. it's it's we have to find ways of of agreeing on on certain things. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? So, what are some of the other skill sets that the team brings in? Like you guys are the biologists. Oh, uh, we have or, plenty of biologists. Yeah. Okay. We, need, we need more uh, other students. Yeah. We oh, had like. computer science, um, Jamal entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our one of our actual biologists is also a criminology major. Um, and then we have like engineers. Oh, engineers who work on the model, chemical and okay. mechanical engineers, and I think that's it. Oh, that's a big uh, process. So, what's been what uh, besides you know trying to manage such a big big team what's been some of the biggest challenges that you guys have faced uh just in this innovation and growing this and developing it i I would think just getting our parts to work really your Um, parts to work yeah so we make genetic parts okay so how dna works like you have your dna in your body and that codes for rna which is basically a copy of the dna and then that becomes a protein like due to that instruction set and so we had to make a bunch of different DNA parts to make a specific protein. That protein is the peptide, the antimicrobial peptide. And so it was really just getting those to work. There are plenty of hurdles when dealing with biological systems. And we were really only, we, we got one of our parts to work. And so I'll just focus on the, the positive for that. Okay. But we designed uh, plenty of peptides and they didn't all come to fruition. Okay. So this is the entrepreneur in me coming out, and you have one problem of you haven't been able to deliver this to an actual infected tree. Mm-hmm. And, again, I'm just a simple guy. Uh, why can't you pot one of these smaller trees that are infected, bring it into the lab, and, and do what you want with it? 
Um, it's uh, it's more of the legality of it. It's not that we physically physically. No, can't. I know you could physically do it. Right. So that that's illegal. Uh, yeah. And why? I couldn't tell you. You could tell me. I I really don't. Know. <laughs> I think it would have to do with the fact that these trees are going into fruit production. Uh huh. And so if we if we went to the farm, who obviously serve uh, customers to eat their their fruit, um, and there there's like some sort of um, like problem with our peptide, maybe just making people sick. That well, then, yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah. take it out of of its habitat or whatever, isolate it, and and do what. Um, what you we I think we can do that. There is there is a um, a little flaw in our own system. So like the peptides we use are small molecules, mm -hmm. and um, they've been known to degrade very quickly in like the natural environment. So when we ran our test, it was really just plop into right. into a, like a petri or a ninety six well yeah. plate, and they they can't really degrade much. There's no outside like molecules to act on it, but in a tree, it probably will get degraded quickly. All right. So a solution to that would be to tie these antimicrobial peptides to another protein, so like fuse them together, and hopefully we could take like the long lastingness of the other protein and the mechanism of killing bacteria with the peptide and hopefully they'll still kill the bacteria and stay in the tree longer. Okay. What's your biggest concern about this innovation? That it doesn't work in the tree. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't work in the tree. Okay. That or or it causes, it, maybe it kills the bacteria but then it also kills harmful bacteria that inhabit the tree and then... Helpful bacteria. That inhabit the tree. Yeah. Is what you meant to say. What did I say? Harmful. No, I said, oh, I meant helpful. Whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm a little nervous. I didn't enunciate. Uh, it's all right. Uh, so, uh, as far as if you could change one thing along the way uh, in working on this, what would it, what would it be? Um, I would have wanted to start earlier okay because we ran our experiments up to the very very end and um Stressed a lot it was it was really stressful right okay so if we could have started earlier that would have been really nice start earlier yeah i'll make sure to tell Caesar that later today yeah, yeah absolutely i meet with him after this so uh, so we've already talked about a couple of pivots that that uh you guys did what do you anticipate another uh, pivot or do you think you're actually really on something and you and you got it what do you mean by pivot pivot uh, coming to the logical end of, of an idea and then needing to uh, change directions uh, I well with our tests that we ran so we ran test uh, and that showed statistical proof that we were inhibiting the bacteria and this bacteria is very similar to the actual greening bacteria. Right. And so with that, there is some some proof into it. Um, I think the only pivot would be attaching that other protein, which is what I said earlier. Okay. So, uh, what's next for you guys? Uh, like, uh, I would imagine trying to get it into a in a tree and right. things like that, but let's say that that it works mm -hmm. and it does what you you think it's going to do. What's what's the next steps? You know, uh, 
you know, are you guys thinking commercialization of it? Uh, I mean, it's a massive problem. It's massive, yeah. you know, it's a $2.9 billion problem, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So obviously if you figure out the solution, you'll be very, your team will be very wealthy yeah. and famous. Uh, uh, what, and I would imagine you wouldn't mind being wealthy and famous, right? <laughs> I would not mind. All right. So, uh, so how, how are you guys envisioning getting there? Uh, it, Over the next few years, it would be through the help of Jamal and Caesar, who really have the entrepreneurship background. Okay. And then hopefully we can guide them, talking to the farmers, explaining the biological processes of our mechanism of our peptides, and yeah, go from there. Follow, yeah. follow their lead. Cool. How about you? What yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Same thing. Yep. All right. Uh, and is this something that are you seniors or mm -hmm. you're you're both? He's a senior, I'm a junior. Okay, uh, are you both like all in on this and want to take it as far as it can go, or you're like, eh, it's if, a there, school if there's a future, no, if there's a future in it, then for sure. Okay, um, um, I want to take this all the way. You want to take it all? I, I wouldn't mind uh, money and fame, though. No. You would. <laughs> Well, if you get too much money, you know, you, you know, you get, you get, get, get the poor uh, school teacher and help, and help me out. So, well, uh, thank you, Roderick and, and Jacob, uh, for, for coming in. You thank guys you. are obviously brilliant and working on some really cool stuff. I appreciate the T-shirt. I will wear it with pride. Hopefully nobody asks me any questions. <laughs> and and uh, Just send them to this interview. They do. Yeah, that's right. It's like, yeah, go check out the interview. So I, I appreciate it. The best Thank you. of luck um, Thank to you guys you. And, and your team, and look forward to healthy oranges in the future. And there you go. I know those there guys. There you go. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Florida State Podcast of Entrepreneurship and Innovation. If you would like to be notified of new episodes, please subscribe via your favorite player. Also, if you like the podcast, please take the time to share it on social media give it a five-star rating, and review it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you enjoy your podcasts. This will help us get the word out to other entrepreneurs that the FSU Entrepreneurship Podcast has been launched.